You are listening to the podcast for Nerdy Christians, a show for progressive followers of Jesus who also happen to love Hogwarts, Hobbits, and knowing the names of all the Maiar. Am I pronouncing that right? Is it yeah. Maiar? I'm pretty sure it's Maiar. Oh, yeah. I think it's Maiar too. This is season three, episode nine, Trivia, part two, Revenge of the Trivial. I'm Carrie Combs, and I'm very happy to be sitting across the internet from Adam Thomas. Hey, Adam, I named the episode title without telling you. That's yeah, what I it is that. That, called. So that was a that was a uh, a genuine reaction mm-hmm. to the title episode to the title of the episode because I did not see it beforehand. <laughs> That's right. That we're great. doing trivia again because we're on Christmas break, kind of the space between Christmas and. Uh, we all we both had the first Sunday of Christmas off because our cathedral produced a wonderful service. So there's a little bit of a relaxing time, and we decided what better to do in this time yes. than do trivia. And this won't come out until mid-January, but we are recording it before the end of 2020. It will be the first episode of the podcast for Nerdy Christians that airs in 2021. <laughs> 2021. Uh, 2021. What will I, uh, it be like? Yeah, right now, um, I am doing a lot of playing Let's Go Pikachu. Uh, mm-hmm. on our new Nintendo Switch, which has been a lot of fun. I I put Breath of the Wild on hold because my kids are playing Let's Go Pikachu and yeah, they're super excited about you it. You don't want to get into that until you have time yeah, and space. Exactly, yeah. So Lots um, of hours in the I day. Caught, I caught a Ponyta and a Rapidash this morning and they're my my daughter's favorite Pokemon. So she was really excited. Wasn't it, was it her or Leah who dressed up as... They Ponyta dressed up. For well, my daughter was Ponyta and my wife was Rapidash. Oh my, my son God. was Pikachu and I was Ash the trainer. Incredible uh, family uh, costumes there. Uh, no, that was not this not this the Halloween, but the one before. This after Christmas time, I've I got my husband to start playing a um, what is it called? Age of Calamity, the Zelda prequel game where you just hack and slash your way and act like a total hero. And having Nick play it with me has been a lot of fun. Oh, you can play it together? One, yeah, you can do two-player. And it's oh, a lot nice. more fun playing Mifa when, with her healing powers as a two-player game. So we, uh, we've definitely power-gamed our way through a lot of these encounters. Oh, that's neat. I, I didn't realize it was two-player. We might have to get that one so that Leah and I can play together. All right, we are doing trivia today. We each have 15 questions we will ask each other, and by extension, you, the listener, so you can uh, stack your nerd cred up against Carrie and me. My questions are from a wide variety of the things that we've talked about. I did get one question from each of the things that we talked about this me season. Too. So, yeah, um, they're all on be, all the properties. I'm that curious we've to see if if we end up accidentally asking the same <laughs> question. Uh, but I have some other stuff too that's outside the the box of what we talked about in season three. Uh, so this is just a relaxing, uh, fun time of asking each other questions, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. Question number one. At the end of Captain Marvel, what was the original name of the Avengers initiative before Nick Fury sees Avenger written on Carol Danvers's fighter jet? Something lame like Guardians or I don't remember. No, I'm starting off on the bad foot. <laughs> I don't know. It's the Protector Initiative. That's similar to Guardian. All right. Thank you. That was good. I hope our listeners, constant listeners got it right. I was throwing you a softball. What was the very first Pixar film 
to produce a Disney princess. The very first Pixar film to produce a Disney princess would be Brave. That is correct. Yeah. The only one though, right? I think so far. It's also the first one with a female protagonist, which I didn't know. Yeah. And the only one aside from Wally to not take place in the modern day. All right. Erev Brave. We talked about that in season two. I realized when I was making that question, I got it mixed up with how to train your dragon. So I had a how to train your dragon question in here. I had two how to train your dragon questions in here. Hey, like, I love, actually I, actually, I, I was trying to come up with a how to train your dragon question for today and I didn't get one. So, all right. Are you ready for your second question? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the Empire Strikes Back, what is the name of the creatures that feed off the Millennium Falcon's power cables when it is hiding inside the asteroid? Oh my gosh. I can picture them. I can hear. You can hear Harrison Ford saying the word, right? You know, power cables. Actually, I think it's Carrie Fisher who, or uh, I think it's Princess Leia who says, in my head, I hear her say, like repeating what he says. Uh Um, Yeah. This is not good. They they look like these little like sucker bat things. Yeah. And they like, Oh, please, please end my agony. What is it? They are called Minox. Oh, bummer. I did know that. All right. Well, I'm giving you another easy one. Oh, man. Number two. It's it's so hard for me to judge how hard these questions are. I know. Yeah. So the ones for Harry Potter, I was like, are these either really easy or incredibly hard? I don't know. What is the name of the quote cat in Captain Marvel? Goose. Goose. Bonus. What species is it actually? A flurkin. Yep. Goose the flurkin. Well done. <laughs> good, good question. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I know, I remember Goose because, I, and I don't know if it's named for this or if it just is the connection in my head, but from the character in Top Gun of Goose, who is uh, Maverick's um, uh, Rio, the guy that sits behind him in the fighter jet. I've seen Top uh, and, Gun a lot of times. No, Carrie shaking her head. Uh, shaking my head. Anyway, but but you know Captain Marvel. <laughs> okay. But Carol Danvers flies oh, fighter jets, and so oh. there's that connection. I, I I think that might be where they came up with Goose. I just um, love the name Goose for a cat. Yeah. Because cats are kind of jerks, and so are geese. But cats are better than geese. So I, I just um, published this on my website on wherethewind.com. Uh, the my hunt for a Black Jesus Lego is finally over. <laughs> Uh, I got a small Lego kit of Captain Marvel and it's, it's just one of those little bags that you get at target at the cash register. Right. And it's, it's, it's Captain Marvel and Nick Fury. And I realized that the reason that I could never have used Nick Fury before as a, as a, a the head of Nick mm-hmm. Fury Lego for Jesus is because he always had an eye patch, but in Captain oh. Marvel, it's pre eye patch and therefore That's I right. can use him. And there are very, very few black Lego characters. Yeah. They're all from either Marvel or star Wars. Mm-hmm. And and most of them are out of um, out of circulation, so they're incredibly mm-hmm. expensive. Um, but I finally found it, and I have upgraded my Jesus uh, custom Lego mini. So now my Jesus is is black. Do they have um, other? Do you have other biblical characters, or just Jesus? No, no, just Jesus, just oh, okay. Jesus. And right. he, he sits cool. he sits just under my computer in my office. But I've been looking for um, uh, a head of. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
a black Lego head for a while mm. to 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 mm. change that out, and it finally finally found it. And now Nick, Nick Fury, Jesus, it kind of cracks me up too. I think I see that's that. Great. Yeah, I see that happening. It's good. <laughs> All right, question number three. In fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons, what three classes use a D10 for their hit dice? Oh my gosh, none of the ones I play. Um, okay, it's well, not if a bard. None of the ones you're playing, then you can not a process of elimination. <laughs> um, is one of them a sorcerer? Not a barbarian. I'm going to guess sorcerer, ranger, even though 5e kind of hates rangers, or it did before the update. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint. And rogue. Okay, no, I'm going to, I want you to get okay. this right, so I'm going to give you a hint. <laughs> they are the three classes that have fighting styles. Oh, fighter. That's a fighting style, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank fighter. God. <laughs> fighter. Um, monk. Oh, I do play a monk. What's your hit dice? I don't remember because we don't <laughs> often do short rests <laughs> in that game. I'm going to guess monk. It's got to okay. be a monk. Yeah. Um, hmm. Wow. I'm really, I'm really stinking today. A barbarian. Barbarians use D12s. They have to. So it's not a barbarian. Right now, uh-huh. you, you you have, out of all of the classes you have mentioned, you've said two correct <laughs> answers out of three. I've mentioned every other class possible. Pretty much. All right. Well, I'm just going to... I need to have like the PHB in front of me, not to cheat and look at the hit dice, but just to see what, what classes what are. there are. The answer, is, the answer is fighter, ranger, and paladin. Paladin. Oh, tell Leah. I'm sorry. I forgot her class. Yeah. Sorcerer paladin. and wizard are the two weak... Are the two... That's... I couldn't remember if classes. sorcerers D- were like more D6. powerful. No, they're both... D- they're... Okay. Those casters are D6. Yeah. My squishy little wizard. I knew that. I knew that those were yeah. poor. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Wow. So so you're gonna you're gonna I've I'm I've got good feelings about questions four and five. I'll give so. you another soft pit, another easy one. In Captain Marvel, what store ceiling does Veers break through when she emerges on Earth? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um I laughed out loud when I saw this in the theater because it just, it, it immediately transports you back to 1995 mm-hmm. just by itself. That's all you mm-hmm. need. It's blockbuster. Very good. Ding, ding, ding. All right. That'll right. get harder from this okay, point good, on. Because your questions are way easier than mine. <laughs> all right. That's fine. Well, my last ones were really hard. So I had to kind of. We're, we're trying to find that calibration. We're yeah. calibrating. Yeah. All right. Number four in stranger things season two. What candidates are on the election sign in the front of Dustin's house? Not Reagan. <laughs> well, my hint is it's not the winning ticket. <laughs> oh, I'm not good at American history either. This is really embarrassing. Um, the one, the ones who ran against Reagan in what, 86? Um, 84, 84, yeah. <laughs> Fudge. Oh my goodness. I don't. Right. I don't know. I I'm going to give you a half a point for saying not Reagan. Not Reagan. Oh, it's embarrassing. It's Mondale and Ferraro. Oh, Walter okay. Mondale and Geraldine Ferraro. Oh, man. I'm going to have to bad. reorder these so you get one at the beginning of the game. No, don't. This is great. I will come back with the vengeance or just keep uh, failing really bad. All right. Um, I realized I forgot to write a Stranger Things one. So anyway, here's my question number four. In Inside Out, what is the name of the startup that Riley's father moves a family to San Francisco to work for. Oh, I think you might get me on this one. 
I'm trying to remember when they actually say the name of it. He's wearing it like a t-shirt. He's wearing it's it on a subtle. t-shirt. I, th- I thought maybe yeah. it would be on a t-shirt. I, I don't know this one. It's. I think it's good. It's called Brang. Brang. <laughs> I like to imagine it's kind of like Uber Eats or something where they like bring you stuff and it's well, like, they oh, bring it God, to me. Brang. Yeah, they, they bring it. They bring I it. Um, I like that. That's it's a great good. startup name. All right. Well, I don't feel too bad now. All right. So this one is one of those you have 20 seconds to do oh, as many as you okay. can. Okay. When I when I edit mm-hmm. this together, I'll put in 20 seconds for our listeners to, to answer That's before smart. you do your 20 seconds. Name as many characters as you can who have appeared in the main credits of episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. Go. Picard, Riker, Data, Troy, uh, not Chakotay. <laughs> nope. Um, uh, Crusher, Wesley Crusher. Yeah. Jordy LaForge. Four seconds. There's, not there's three, seven there's three nine. more. There's three oh, more. Oh, who am I forgetting? All right, that's it. Hey, pretty good. You got uh, you got <sighs> eight of eleven. That was hard. That was good though. Who did I miss? Or did you get seven of eleven? Wait a second. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, there's only ten. I, I wrote there. There was eleven. Who did I uh, miss? You missed Worf. Worf. You Aww. missed, and then you missed uh, the two hardest ones, which were Doctor Pulaski and Tasha Yar. Oh, okay. Her, early right. season before they kind of figured out the main cast. Uh, yeah. Hey, good job. This is a name three things. Okay. In the Hobbit. What three swords do the main characters find inside the troll's cave? Aha, indeed. Uh, so the, there are um, two of them are named, and then the third acquires a name later in the story. Is that unless there's like yeah. a third that I don't know about? I think that's so. What there's you're um, of. Orchrist, mm-hmm. there's Glamdring, mm-hmm. and then Sting. But I'm sure that Sting had another yeah, name. I, we could probably, probably go like look up Sting's actual name, but I don't know it. Um, so I, I was thinking of them and I was like, that's one that I wouldn't know off the top of my head, but I bet Adam will know it. <laughs> so yes. I'm putting forth trivia questions that I might not even be able to answer, but I think you might enjoy thinking about. Or Chris, the faux hammer, is it, which one's the faux hammer and which one's the goblin cleaver? I can never remember I think, which one's which. Clam during the goblin Goblin. It's been a while them. since I read The Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, and the goblins also call them Beater and Biter, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was a good one. I like that. That was a great question. Mm-hmm. All right. Number six. In Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, what is the name of the dog that Aunt Marge brings to the Dursleys? To quote directly from the movie, ah, Ripper. <laughs> It's Ripper. Sorry, Ripper. that's my best uh, Vernon Dursley impression. Yay, I got one right. Question number six. In Frozen 1, what is Kristoff's reason for wanting to come with Anna into the ice palace? Because it's a palace made of ice. Ice is my life. <laughs> Thank you. Correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> you think she knows how to knock? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Awesome. Are you, are you ready job. for number seven? I think so. I keep looking at my 
questions as if they're going to help me with yours. <laughs> like they might have the answer there. <laughs> they don't. All right. Okay. Clearly. <laughs> Number seven. In Game of Thrones, when Tyrion Lannister is brought to the Eyrie as a prisoner of Caitlyn Stark, where is he held captive? Oh, in the sky cells. Is that what those are called? That is what they are called. Oh, they're really creepy with the slanted floors and oh, I hate all those scenes up in the Eyrie. They're so unsettling. I'm coming back. Coming Slowly back. fighting yeah, tooth and nail. Right. Yeah, you got two and a half. Two and a plus, half. Plus all of those answers correct to the Next Generation cast. Which I like that we didn't determine like how many bonus questions or how many, you know, multi multi-point questions that we say. So there's no way to compare no, our scores. So everyone wins. Just for fun. <laughs> just like T ball. All right. Number seven. Name in inside out. Name what each emotion is shaped like slash colored as if there's like an immediate shape they're shaped like. Okay. Uh so anger is red and looks like a brick. Yeah. Um Sadness is blue and is basically round or oval. Is she supposed to look like a blueberry or something? I, I don't know. Uh, is that your answer? Blue yeah. Them, it, do they blueberry. have specific things? Um, I mean, they say they do. Okay. Whether or not you believe them or they achieved that is maybe up to interpretation. Joy, Joy is yellow. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what she looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, disgust is green mm-hmm. and kind of sparkly. And I don't know what she looks like either. And then fear is purple. And apparently anger is the only one I know what they look like. That's cool, though. That's all right. So I when I was making this question, I was like, oh, I get three of these. These all make sense. So I I understood, you know, anger like red brick. Um, Fear like a purple nerve. He's kind of like looks Uh, like a nerve. Okay, sure. I I can buy that. Okay. Uh, Sadness is like a teardrop shape. So you were close with oval. But okay. her head is kind of round, so eh. Joy, they said, looks like a star, like okay. a sun. All right, I see that. This is the one I really had a lot of questions about. Disgust like a green broccoli. Doesn't look like a broccoli, in my opinion, just green. That's what they thought, though. But the brick, mm. the brick is great. Got it. Um, okay, you're going to like this one, because it's another so. Harry Potter question. Yes. And it's also a name as many as you can in 20 seconds. All right. So we're going to put 20 seconds back on the clock. Here we go. In the book, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the students in Professor Lupin's Defense Against the Dark Arts class face a boggart in the staff room. Name as many forms the boggart takes as you can. Go. Spider, severed hand, mummy, um, hag, not a hag, hag, I'm gonna go with hag, moon, snake, that's all I can remember, oh, in the staff room only, oh, it's Snape. Okay, you got one more, oh, one more second, okay, one more. hey, good job, yeah, you, you, <gasps> you did good, you did good, you didn't get them all, but you got, you got real close. Oh, a you banshee! Said, you said hag instead of banshee, but it's banshee. banshee. It's Seamus Finnegan's, whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, that was a good yeah. one. Thank you. It also turned into a rat, a bloody eyeball. Oh. A rat and a bloody eyeball. I think those are the only two they don't mention students attached to. 
So my memory is like, you know, Dean in the severed hand, the it's Banshee, when, it's and It's when it's Sheamus. getting confused. Yeah. And then I gave you well, credit for, for Silver Orb. You said Moon because that's what it is. Uh, they say Silver True. Orb in the book. Yeah. You, can have, you can have credit for that. Hey, good job. Thank you. It's There's a lot no, more obvious I if, I had, if I If you had asked me this question, I would have gotten Snape, Spider, and Orb, I think. I don't know if I would have gotten any of the others. There were a lot of fan theories about what those meant. Like Dean Thomas, oh, he's an artist. So a severed hand would be terrible for him. So that's probably how I knew that. Ah, I also just cool. got the illustrated edition by Jim McKay at uh, mm. the bookstore the other day. It's gorgeous. Mm, very cool. Kind of wish I'd been rereading book three for the pod um, using that edition, but mm -hmm. I'll reread it now. All right. This might be easier. It might be hard. I'm not sure. Number eight. At the start of Frozen 2, what game were Lil, Anna, and Elsa playing in their bedroom? It's like a make-believe game. Oh, make-believe. Yeah, uh, it's like Enchanted Forest or something. Yeah. Which is an actual called... game that we just got for my kids. For Well, their their oh. nanny gave them for Christmas. It's a, it's a memory game. It's 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 old, too. It's it's from our childhood. Uh, but it's, it's quite I've fun. Never, I never heard of it, but um, I liked that because it is nice foreshadowing. Yes. And then the whole, you know... Kissing doesn't solve everything, and lo, it does not. All right, are you ready for number nine? Yeah. What does the 11th Doctor pretend is a self-destruct button for the TARDIS in the Winston Churchill featuring episode of Doctor Who, Victory of the Daleks? 11th Doctor is David Tennant? Matt Smith. No, Matt Smith. I don't remember his episodes very well. Is it a Pez? It is not a Pez. I can give mm. you a hint. Okay, I would need it. It is a type of cookie. Oh, a jammy dodger. There you go. You got All it. All right. Cool. Good job. My favorite doctor is Christopher Eccleston, which I realize is a controversial, controversial opinion, opinion. But it's your but opinion. That was my first doctor. Fine. You always love your first doctor. I mean, um, it's everybody's first doctor who started the modern show that's true. from the beginning. From the beginning. Yeah. I didn't. I just started it later from the beginning. Which is that what I did sense. as well. And I was actually confused when Christopher Eccleston runs on screen, you know, with Billy Piper, because I didn't know there was a doctor before David Tennant. I feel like it's like one season, point. right? Well, my, and my he's favorite, only in the first, the first my season favorite of the episodes new show. are the, the World War II ones. Oh, those are great. And that, oh, mm -hmm. so are you my mummy? Oh, yeah, that's a creepy oh, episode. Oh, no, I'm going to cry. Everyone lives for once. Everyone lives. Everybody lives. All right. All right. Your turn, number nine. In Star Trek The Next Generation's episode, The Outcast, who hosts the poker game? That's the one with the trill. Sure. No, yeah. not with the trill. No, with, with the Jedi. With the, no. the Jedi, thank you. They're Is all they, playing a poker game wait, and gossiping. Are they actually, they're not called the Jedi. That's Star Wars. Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> Not the Jedi, Jedi. okay. Not the Jedi. <laughs> the race of sorcerers called the Jedi. All right, so they're all gossiping about, yeah. you know, right Let's see. Let's see. So, Worf, Troy, uh, Crusher, and who else is playing? Jordy? Gosh, who's hosting the game? Maybe it's Data? I'm going to say Data. Yeah, you got it right. You're very right. good at this trivia thing. All right, congratulations. <laughs> I'm very proud. <laughs> Seriously, right. very, very This impressed. is my favorite question of our of the game that I wrote. Uh oh, okay. So we'll see we'll see how how well you do with this one. Number 10. Everyone knows that Sean Astin, who played Mikey in 1985's The Goonies, 
grew up to play Samwise Gamgee in The Lord of the Rings. Who does Mikey's older brother Brand grow up to play in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? What? Oh my gosh. We got a couple of hints if you need them. I think I need hints. All right, so first, Brand is this actor's first ever role. So that could place him in how old he is. Nope. He's like a teenager <laughs> in 1985. Yeah, okay. Um, and uh, uh, this is a villain, a Marvel villain. It's not the friend of Tony Stark from Iron Man. So I'm working sequentially from Iron Man on. It's not Jeff Bridges. It's <laughs> is not it Jeff Bridges? Bridges. It's not Jeff okay. Bridges. Does he play Thanos? He does. <laughs> oh my God. You got it. Really? Josh I went from Brolin. beginning to beginning to end. First to last movies of villains. Okay. There you go. Yep. Wow. Josh Brolin was brand. He was probably like 18 in the mid 80s. And now he is Thanos. Good job. Way to have an excellent career arc, man. No kidding. Whew. Okay, my question number, what is this? Uh, 10. 10. Okay, I skipped your, I, I wrote too many questions, so uh, my numbering might be messed up. <clears throat> In Frozen 1, again, name at least one of the ways the Duke of Wesselton describes his dancing style to I Anna. almost wrote this question. I almost wrote this question. <laughs> really? But I couldn't remember them specifically in my head. So let me see if I could can hear Alan Tudyk's dialogue in my head. <laughs> oh, that's another um, Alan Tudyk character? Yep, of course yep. it is. Uh, so uh, it's something, there's a peacock and a monkey. I, I'm trying to remember how it, how it works. Like what's... It's something with the face of a, is there a badger too? I, I, I no badger. I don't think there's a badger. I'm really close uh, though. Um, and then at the end, he's like, uh, is it like an agile peacock? <laughs> uh-huh. That's okay. one of them. Like an uh, agile peacock. Like an agile peacock with uh, like something with the face of a monkey. No, no. Do you want to give a, me, do you want, oh, sorry. Ah. Uh, <laughs> and then and then as he as he leaps away he says something else i fly and i can't remember what it is though I, I, okay so agile peacock's all i got you definitely so you you got the point for that not that we're keeping score agile peacock you had all the elements like a chicken with the face of a monkey oh uh, i didn't say chicken okay yeah <laughs> and uh i thought you said chicken well I didn't anyway, say you can chicken, check yeah. the recording later um and then the last thing was the little dipper a little dipper, right? And then, yeah, and then as he's jumping away, he says something else kind uh, of, yeah. uh, you know, you don't really hear it. It's kind of in the background, but it's something like, and like a something, I fly. <laughs> I can't remember what it is, though. He's so great. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> they don't call me the little dipper for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Alan Tudyk. Oh, I didn't know that when I wrote this question. It makes me love it even more. Last last time I asked you the question about all the roles that Alan Tudyk had played in Disney That's movies. Right, and I that? forgot that was, already. That I'm them. not the best at trivia. You may have <laughs> noticed it's a difficult skill for me. Okay, here's a Frozen Two question. Yes, number eleven. In Frozen Two, what are the names of the leader of the North Uldra and the leader of the Arendellian Remnant? I know Captain Matthias. And I know I struggled with remembering the name of the Aaron, uh, the 
um, North Oldra leader. I think I it starts with an A. I specifically asked this because we couldn't remember during the episode. <sighs> well, you're <laughs> expecting me to, to retain up. information. <laughs> it's pretty. That's what I remember. It's a pretty name. No, I don't know. Yelena. Oh, doesn't start with an A, but it starts with a vowel sound. Yelena, that is a beautiful name. Good job to me for getting that far. <laughs> half credit. Three quarters for, of a point. Half credit for us not scoring. I don't get a quarter credit for saying it's pretty. Okay, yeah, three quarters of a point. <laughs> okay. Question 11. Name all the wizards at the time of the Third Age in Lord of the Rings uh, in the order of wizards. Oh, uh, okay. There are three. There is uh, Gandalf the Grey who becomes Gandalf the White. You've got Radagast, the brown. And then you have Sauron, the white, who becomes Sauron, the many-colored. So that's all true. And when I was Googling this, I came across two others that I couldn't name. So that's why I thought you could name them. There's apparently five. Oh, yeah. It's, okay. Um, That's where I was if, like, I don't know. Is so this these other two know? are not characters in The Lord of the Rings as far as I can remember. But I they might be kind of around a, somewhere else. Who, who are they? I don't, I don't know their names. Alatar? Yeah, I have no idea who that Palando? is. Okay, this is a bad not question Not a then. clue who those two people are. If any listeners know these two extra names, you get eternal podcast points. I don't know. Very cool. Yeah. So yeah, good chance. Okay. There's Sorry other characters around, that. and they maybe they get name dropped, you know, <laughs> once or the in the appendix somewhere. Yeah, yeah, somewhere floating around in the appendix as far as the the Council of Wizards. Number twelve. What actor does the voice of Smaug in the Hobbit movies, and also has roles in the new Star Trek films? and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do you want a hint? Yes, I do want a hint. Okay, do you want a hint about one of the things I just mentioned or something else he's in? Um, I don't know if any of those would help. <laughs> I'm All not right, great so here's with the actors. Hint. He stars alongside the actor who plays The Hobbit in a very, very good television show from the BBC. All I can remember is that guy was also in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, Martin Freeman is who I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah, but I don't know what other series he's in. <laughs> this right. is like oh, no, many I'm trying to whittle of... it down. I'm doing six degrees of Kevin <laughs> you said Bacon it's expanding. here. Expanding. Yeah. Oh no. I can like hear the voice. He plays Doctor Strange in the MCU. Does that help? Benedict Cumberbatch. You got oh, it. Oh, he's also in Sherlock, which I've Sherlock, never seen. Which is fantastic, seeing, and you should totally watch it. It's very good. You're unfortunately seeing a lot of the limits. Yeah, so he plays Smaug's voice in the Hobbit movies, and he's oh. uh, he plays in the unfortunate middle movie of the Star Trek uh, new films, which is Into Darkness. He plays Khan. Who boy? Sorry. Sorry. That was, all right, a lot of actor questions that I'm not great at. Okay. Okay, I know that for I know that for season four, no actors. In D and D, what is the name of the card game that was released in addition to the rule book, specifically to play in game? That my character Andy Greenbottle is proficient in, but we never actually play in game. 
Oh gosh. Okay. So this is one of the things that you could be prof- like one of the gaming yeah. sets that you can be proficient yeah. in. So it's not dragon chess. Cause that's not a card game. Um, gosh, what is it called? It's like, it's like something three, something anti or something. Is it just three card anti three, it's three, Think something mag- it. magical creature three. It's something dice. Is it, dragon dice or dra- dragons in there somewhere i don't think it's three dragon ante though yeah it's so sorry what it is it is three dragon ante <laughs> it is. oh okay <laughs> sorry. what are the other two i games? was so excited um dragon chess it is dragon and chess. just and just dice like gaming oh is dice. it just gaming dice okay mm-hmm. i wasn't sure if they were like special dice or something i didn't know it was a real card game though until i was looking this up and now i didn't I know that either that's it. interesting very cool because she is proficient in three dragon ante fascinating i created you did get it yay thank you i created a set of playing cards when i was uh working on uh game design features Mm -hmm. and elements uh when i was trying to learn uh adobe indesign and i created a set for sularil which is if you listen to this podcast you know is my my game world for D D. um and I created the, there were four suits because it, it plays just like normal playing cards. Mm-hmm. The four suits, three of them are from the dwarven land of Anvil Karen, where your character Emmerich's from. And those are the uh, shields, the hammers, and the anvils. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the three suits. The, the fourth suit was added later when the dwarves ran into the humans of Torniel and they added the loots as the fourth suit Uh, and so you can actually see like the history of the the peoples coming together based on the cards and the face cards in that i uh i didn't want the king to be more powerful than the queen because that's patriarchal and so Mm -hmm. the 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 face cards are monarch captain and smith Hmm. in that deck except in the suit of loots where the smith is flipped out for the bard Oh, and in a lot cool. of card games, the bard is the best card in the whole in the game, depending hmm. on what card game you're playing. So I love fictional card. Uh, fictional games are really fun to me, so I, yeah. I enjoy learning. Have you about ever played Tack, which is the game from The Wise Man's Fear by Patrick Rothfuss? No, he created, I didn't know that. Uh, so he oh worked. He worked with the with the guy uh, who who does cheap ass games. Um, what? I can't remember his name. He, there's a company. <laughs> James Ernst, that's his name. Oh, okay. he, he has a company called Sheep Ass Games, and huh. he's a phenomenal game designer. And he created Tack with Patrick Rothfuss. I have a copy, and it's really fun to play. Um, cool. All right. Cool. All right. Fun, fun. All right. Here's another. This is my last of the you have 20 seconds <sighs> questions. All right. Get your head into the Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, gosh. Just, just pop pop them in there. Pop it in there. Number 13, In the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. The children and beavers meet Father Christmas in the woods, first in a hundred years of Narnian history. Name as many of the gifts that he gives them as you can. Go. Does he give someone a silver bow? He gives a bow, sure. That's a one. A bow? Does he forgive Edmund and say... No, no. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Just I don't things. know. A knife? A no. knife, a bow. Uh, no, a small dagger. I'll give you a knife, yeah. A uh, potion? Uh-huh. 
of healing. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's way better than I thought I was ever going to get. Uh, all right. Yeah. You got bow. I'll give you a knife for small dagger, yeah, yeah. a bottle of healing cordial. Cordial. Uh, he gives Peter his sword and shield. I was going to. All right. So if I had more time, sword would yeah. have been mine. And I, uh, I still think Edmund, he needs to give forgiveness. Yeah. But Edmund's not with them at that point. So Edmund gets his oh. sword and shield later. Um, gives uh, Susan the bow and arrows and ivory horn which she then blows when the wolves come at Aslan's camp. Oh, you got okay. both gifts to Lucy. Well done. That's because she's the best. She's uh, the best. And then the last couple are tricky. It's the the finished dam for Mr. Beaver. Aww. A new sewing machine for Mrs. Beaver. Aww. And then he gives them all like tea, like a tea service wow. to have in their little cave. Oh my goodness. That's lovely. That's a lovely question. I am warmed in my heart <laughs> just thinking about it. It's the beauty of trivia is bringing up things you want to you wanna actually remember. Um, I don't know how helpful this question is. Question 13, 13, 12? 13. Question 13, which of these is not a name of one of Merida's brothers from Brave? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I love Four that. names. Okay. One of them's not a name. Go for it. Humphrey, Hubert, Hamish, or Harris. Ooh, okay. The two middle ones, I'm pretty sure, are are, are right. Um, Hubert and Hamish. Hubert and, and Hamish, I'm pretty sure, are, are right. So the the other two were Harris and Humphrey. Humphrey. Ooh. Okay, so my my gut tells me that Humphrey is wrong. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. You are correct. It is not Humphrey. Yeah, I can't, I, can't hear saying, Harris. I can't hear them saying Humphrey in a Scottish accent. Yeah, it doesn't H- fit. Humphrey. I just can't Harris is Harris, good. Harris sounds great. And definitely Hamish and Hubert. Those are yeah. perfect names. Good. Well done. <laughs> that was a really fun question. I like that one a lot. All right, two more. Two more. Number 14. In the Fellowship of the Ring, the ring wraiths accost Frodo and company on Weathertop. What is the hill's Sindarin name, meaning hill of the wind? No. What's the other, what's the, basically, what's the elvish name? What's the other name Uh, for Weathertop? Once you say it, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, of course. But kind of like Karadras, I'm not. I guess I gave you one of these last time, didn't didn't I? You did. You asked for three languages, though. Dwarven, Elvish. No, I asked for whatever name you came up with. We we said the other two. Okay, so what is Weathertop called in Elvish? Yeah, I have no idea. I would like to get the answer. (laughs) (laughs) It's Amansul. Amansul. I've heard that before. Could I produce that out of my brain without prompting ever again in my life? Probably not. Gotcha. But so, good job. Good um, trivia. Stumping I question. I translated it into my Elvish language from Suluril. It would Ooh. be called Nasiran Escalanadan. Ooh, I like that a lot better. Nasiran Escalanadan, which is Nasiran is of the wind. Mm-hmm. And then Escalanadan is hill because Lanadan is a mountain. Uh, Esca yeah. is small. So small Aww. mountain. That's great. I had a, uh, D- I had a, um, I, when I played world of Warcraft a million years ago, I had, I named all my characters using Tolkien's Elvish mm-hmm. and I had one called mental soul, which mean wind of he- which meant wind of heaven. And it was my healer. Yeah. My best Tolkien Elvish 
things is memories, I guess, reasons I know things is my, one of my old high school friends, his AOL screen name mm-hmm. was Kirdon seven VII because we'd be in the seventh age of, if we were in middle earth and he liked Kirdon. So that's how I remember nice. that one. The, the shipwright, shipwright from the Other great than Havens, that, yeah. Not really great with a lot of the names in Lord of the Rings. They're quite long. I probably should have asked that the other direction. I should have said, what hill is yeah. Ammon Sewell? Then you would have gotten it. I would have totally gotten it. All right. You I'm have sorry. Okay. 20 seconds. Ooh, yay. Okay. To name in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban as many dark creatures as the students encounter or learn about in their Defense Against the Dark Arts class. to set the timer okay uh werewolf uh grindylo boggart red cap hinky punk i don't know if dementor counts i don't know if they actually learn about dementors uh what else um capus uh i'm running out that's all i got you got almost all of them they learn also learn about vampires. Oh, vampires. Okay. But other than that, not Dementors. But other than that, yeah, Redcap, Hinky Punk, Kappas, Boggart, Grindelows, and Werewolves. Cool. Yay. Snape is a jerk. Good job. It's at the end of the book, Hermione complains. Hmm? Isn't it at the end of their textbook that like they're not supposed to get to it till the end of the year or something? Yeah. Werewolves. End of page 394, <laughs> which is also in the book. Yeah, it's 394. Sure. I remember seeing that when we were but reading. But Alan Rickman is who made it iconic. Yeah. Okay. Good job. You're going to get this one. I know I it. hope so. It's the last it. one. It's the last Please. question. And it makes me laugh. Number 15. In the Disney Pixar film Inside Out... What does Bing Bong think D-A-N-G-E-R spells? Oh, no, I don't know this one. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me, like, what he cries, What candy, does Bing Bong think? Or, like, what's the song? Who's he your sees, friend who likes to play Bing Bong, Bing Bong? He sees the word danger on a sign, and he thinks it spells this. Super fun, awesome times ahead. <laughs> I don't know. Think I don't about remember. the scene. I remember that they're going into... The abstract, abstract thought. thought. Yep. Shortcut. Yes. Ah, oh, thank goodness. He says, "See, look, D A N G R spells shortcut." Bing Bong's so great. Oh, the sacrifice of Bing Bong. You got it. Let's you just got take it. A moment. Check mark. Let's take a moment to remember Bing Bong and all his glory. Who okay. is your friend who wants to play? Bing Bong. Bing Bong. That's right. Um, now I'm going to cry. Make you all shout hooray. Bing bong. Bing bong. Okay. Uh, oh. This is another Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban question. All right. Number last one. 15. Where is the entrance to the secret passage that leads to Honeydukes? I, okay. So I know it's behind the one-eyed witch's statue, but I think it's on like the third floor corridor or something. All of, almost all of that's correct. It's in the hump of the statue the of the hump. witch. Okay. 
bonus not question. Not behind the witch. It's actually in yeah, the witch's in statue. In her okay. back somehow, which, I mean, you have to be very small, I'd imagine, unless she's a giant statue. Bonus, what's the password that you have to say when you tap her hump? Oh, it starts with a D, I think. Is it like one of her fake Latin words? I mean, probably. I don't I th- know actual I think, Latin. Um, I mean, most of the spells are kind of like pigeon Latin. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I know this. It's in my brain. It is in my brain. Um, <laughs> it's 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 not coming. It's it's like descendo or something like that's not right though. It's I, I very close I to that. Think, I can't. I can't get the actual word though. It's descendium. Descendium. Oh. With an, with S's instead of a C, like not like descent, but dis like dissident, yeah. I guess. Oh um, gosh, good I don't know question. what fake Latin word that is, but yeah. Descendium. Okay. All right. So nice. you, I started I started low and went all right. You started off great and went <laughs> I kinda, kind of I kinda slightly less as than we, awesome. Slipped as we went to the end. There. But I think you know objectively you are the winner but really we're all I think, winners I think because our, we all I think love trivia our listeners got 30 questions <laughs> really to tough. test their oh my gosh and next next year i won't ask anything about actors or actresses just you can just ask apparently me i find those Harry things Potter. really interesting <laughs> not, I find them interesting know. i just don't remember and i it, well also i think i give up on trivia too soon i realize mm. you kind of work things out i am a quick Quick to give up, which might be a good life lesson right there. <laughs> Stick with it. Oh, you too can figure out what Bing Bong thinks danger spells. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast for Nerdy Christians. You can find us at nerdychristians.com or on social media, facebook.com slash nerdychristians and on Twitter at nerdychristians. You can find me on Twitter at Rev Adam Thomas or on my new website, adamthomas.net. Check out all of my fantasy novels on that same site or on amazon.com. You got the Storm Curtain, the Halfling Contagion, the Islands of Shattered Glass, and all four volumes of the Shields of Suleril, including 2020's Seven of Shadow. And you can always find both Carrie and me right here on the next season of the podcast for Nerdy Christians, season four, coming season sometime, four. sometime in the first half of 2021, we assume, but we haven't really talked about it yet. But stick with us and we will talk to you then. And now, in your reading, in your watching, in your playing, and in your creating, may you find joy and inspiration in the characters you encounter. May your fictional journeys bolster you on your real-life spiritual journey into greater closeness with God. May all the nerdy things you enjoy be icons, windows into heaven, to better see God at work and alive in your life. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Creator Christ and Spirit, rest upon you and remain with you always. Amen.